Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The Office of Management and Budget lays out 47 strategies to help agencies better manage their data. The draft federal data strategy is out for public comment over the next 30 days. Four interagency working groups created the principles over the last five months around areas such as governance and management, security, and promoting efficient data use as a strategic asset. Less than two years from the 2020 population count, the Census Bureau is helping nine countries with their own censuses. The agency has teamed up with the U.S. Agency for International Development, helping ensure the world has better data. The Bureau has helped over 100 countries conduct population counts in the past 80 years. Census is also developing a technology playbook for population counts in low- and middle-income countries. Thomas McDermott, Deputy Assistant Secretary for Cyber Policy at the Homeland Security Department, says DHS is seeing significant progress in agencies adopting Domain-Based Message Authentication, Reporting and Conformance, or DMARC, a protocol that authenticates an organization's emails. After exactly one year, 74% of agencies have published DMARC records and 6.5% are fully compliant. GSA is aiming to simplify the lives of federal contracting officers. Federal contracting officers are in line to have their jobs reimagined. The General Services Administration plans to take a series of steps to simplify how acquisition is done through its scheduled contracts. GSA Administrator Emily Murphy says the Federal Acquisition Service will reduce the number of schedules, create catalog and ordering tools, and move more toward a dynamic pricing model at the task order level. Murphy says all of this is to enable agency customers to more easily buy and industry to more easily sell solutions that include both products and services. I'm Jason Miller. A move to replace the Interior Department's acting inspector general with a political appointee has other government watchdogs scratching their heads. The Project on Government Oversight calls the move to replace current Interior IG Mary Kendall with Suzanne Israel Tufts puzzling as she has no oversight experience. Tufts was Assistant Secretary for Administration with the Department of Housing and Urban Development. Pogo says the timing is troubling as well since there are several ongoing investigations involving Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke's activities currently. Is the government's revolving door pushing IT leadership out of agencies? Mark Neidinger, Deputy Director of the Homeland Security Department's new National Risk Management Center, says it's an area of concern, especially amid the Trump administration's IT modernization push. The Government Accountability Office recently found the median tenure of chief information officers was only two years. The agency recommends CIOs stay three to five years and even longer amid major change initiatives. The White House has a new class of fellows joining its ranks. More now in today's management report. President Donald Trump names 14 people to the White House Fellowship class for 2018 and 2019. These 14 will spend one year at a variety of agencies in the executive branch and the White House. New fellows will work in the Office of Personnel Management, Treasury and Homeland Security Departments, and the White House Office of American Innovation. The White House Fellowship Program started back in 1964 during the Lyndon Johnson administration. I'm Nicola Grisco. The Army is close to deploying its new integrated personnel and pay system. It's planning to apply it to the National Guard in all 54 states and territories next year. Active duty and reserve troops will use the new system in 2020. It pulls together 200 different pay and personnel systems from across the Army into one. The new system will also give soldiers a capability to describe their skills and talents in their own words. And Hurricane Michael made a mess of Tyndall Air Force Base in Florida, but there may be a silver lining. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. Air Force leaders say the F-22s left behind on Tyndall Air Force Base during Hurricane Michael are in better shape than they expected. The Air Force did not say how many planes it left behind, but the service will do an extensive inspection of them before they fly again. 
Hurricane Michael displaced thousands of airmen and civilians and destroyed 100% of the on-base housing at Tendal. The Air Force is not sure when the employees of the base can return to the area. The National Guard is still deployed in the Florida Panhandle to help with the cleanup in civilian areas. I'm Scott Massioni. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.